We're in the middle of one of the most important months of the year. It's called Elul. It's the month before Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. And it's important because Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur are really important. Like the holidays are really important, right? We don't just have a New Year's party, right? This is Judgment Day. This is the 10 days in which God decides the fate of humanity, your year, your life. It's a big deal. And the way a lawyer preps his client for trial and the way a mentor will prep his executive for the annual review, the rabbis are like, hey, everybody, like, pay attention. This is a big deal. So they throw us things this month. We blow shofar. We say an extra paragraph after the tefillos. We say slichos. We do things to get us going because you can't roll into the judge. Like, you don't just roll into court being like, hey, did I have something this morning? Like, oh, right, 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 my trial. It doesn't work like that, right? You got to be prepared so then when you walk in, you can achieve your success. This is the month where we do that. But in doing so, the rabbis give us a very specific acronym that almost stands for this month. You've heard this before, maybe. The acronym is Anila Dodi Vidodile. I am for my beloved, and my beloved is for me. It's a love statement between us and God. And the question is, well, well does that seem appropriate? Like, can you imagine the, the, a lawyer being like to the client, listen, think of it like this. As you prepare for trial, you are for the beloved judge as the beloved judge is for you. Like, it doesn't really fly. Why is, why is that the message? Why isn't the message, you're going on trial? Why isn't the message, he's giving out a year's worth of supplies. He's giving, it's the annual review. Like, take this seriously. Why isn't it more fear or awe? Why does the rabbis hid the love? So, a few years ago, I was involved in a certain situation where a company was doing annual reviews. And one of the uh, divisions that they were reviewing had great people, great leadership, but they had a terrible year. They made a couple of bets that went wrong. They did a couple of things that messed up. They lost some good people. They had a tough year. And the, the head of the division, the managing director, was presenting now to the executive team his annual review. And he came into the meeting, I'll never forget this, and he was like, he was so negative. He was like aggressive. He was like blaming people. He was like blaming them. Had you told me, had I known, you stopped me, this person left, this person's terrible. The whole vibe in the room was negative. And the meeting was going south. So in a break, I walked up to him and I said, what are you doing? He goes, what do you mean? I'm like, why are you so, why are you so negative about this? He's like, why am I negative? Because look at my year and look at my performance and it's not my fault and it's their fault and they're going to blame me and they're going to cut my bonus and they're not going to... I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a second. I'm like, you don't get it. The executives, they believe in you. He's like, no, they don't. I'm like, they do. Behind your, behind your back, they think you're part of the future of the company. Like, they really believe that you've got a shot at sitting where they're sitting in, in the future. It's the market. You have ups and you have downs. You run a business. There are good days and bad days. Like, you have bad years, but you're coming at it totally wrong. He's like, really? I'm like, yeah. So we come back, and he says, listen, I, I, I apologize. Can we do this next week? And they say, all right, like, fine. He comes back. A week later, he presents again, and he's on fire. And by the way, he's working on the same stuff. But he's building his group, and he's got ideas, and he's asking for resources. But his whole aura is, is positive it's excited it's engaging 
You know, we approach the high holiday season sometimes in a negative way. We, we, we were taught or we were told growing up somewhere that God's always mad at you. You're never enough. And during this period of time, he knows. Like, he may not be paying attention, but he's paying attention now. And you really think about sending in front of the creator of the universe at Judgment Day. Who here is like, I got this, right? Only if, if you're humble, you're not thinking that. You're thinking, I'm not enough. And I'm really scared. And then you start having these thoughts of, I shouldn't be doing this. And you, you start not thinking about it until the last minute. Or you're like, is God even paying attention? Or you try for it to be over quickly. All these things to get out of this period of time. Because this period of time is makes you feel like you're not enough. And you, we bring, we don't even realize it. Whether it's passive or whether it's active, we bring negativity. And the rabbis take the month of prep and say, listen, I want to create an acronym for you. I want to create a, a model for you. Here's the model. I'm going to pull it out of a love song called Shira Shirim. Called Anila Dodi Vidodili. I, you, are your for the for, for Hashem, your beloved, and your beloved is and your beloved is for you. God believes in you. When you step towards God, He's gonna step right back to you. This is a love relationship. He didn't put you on this earth to torture you. He didn't give you your challenge because you can't. He gave you your challenges because you can. He knows you're imperfect. He made you imperfect. He knows the world is imperfect. He made the world imperfect. He knows how it works. The goal this month to prepare is not to shirk responsibility, not to realize that I'm not, I'm there. We're not there. We've got a million things to work on. We have to work on our relationships to each other, our relationship to God. We have to work on so many traits, so many characters. Of course, if you're alive, this stuff to work on. Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur is the time when you stand before God and go, I got stuff to work on, but I want to do it. I need your help. And I was thinking about it and I was planning for it. And I, and hey, I made all these different, I, I made amends here and I made amends there and I realized it and I, and I made up with this person and I started doing this and I started praying a little heavy. And I started, I started, I started, but I, 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 I got a lot more in me. I want more. I want you. The perspective of high holidays, the perspective of Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, is the positive energy of, yeah, it was a tough year. Yeah, I'm not perfect. But I want to be perfect. I want to be better. Knowing that when you take the Ani, the you, and you go Lidodi, and you go towards God, God takes Lidodi, and he goes towards you. He doesn't sit behind the bench and go, fine. <clears throat> You're lucky I let you live this time? He doesn't say, listen, I'm sorry, it didn't work out, I got someone better, I'm cutting your division. He says, really, you want me? Really, you want the relationship? Well, I'm all in. Because I always wanted a relationship. I'm your father. You know, it says, Hashem tzilcha, yad yiminecha. I believe it's the Baal Shem Tov who says, we compare God to shade, because just like shade moves with the actions of man, so does God move with the our actions. He relate. He waits for us. And allows us to define the relationship. This period of time, Elul, is the time of the year where we're supposed to stop what we're doing, prepare for the high holidays, but not in a negative, I can't wait for it to be over way. In a positive, I can I have a moment literally before the Creator that I could I can build a stronger life. I can overcome more challenges. I could be better. I can work on myself. I can refine my traits. When we think about it now, when we prepare for it now, 
and we try to start doing things to get us in the zone, to start fixing some problems, start starting new things. When we get there, we're, we're, we've, been, we've been thinking about it. We stand before God on Rosh Hashanah and we say, I got, a lot of, I got a lot to do and I'm sorry for a whole bunch of stuff, but I want in and I want you and I want this. And the rabbis say, I need a do. you do that, you will see just how much God is there for you.